Hey everyone, welcome back to Cafe AK. I am A. And I am K. Two friends, or sometimes other guests, looking to share our perspective of random things in our lives. Why are we doing this? No idea. Well, stay tuned to find out. In this episode, we talk about A's new ride. It's expensive, lavish, and has wheels to take on the world. You guessed it right. It's a bicycle. So A, so funny why why did you decide to get a bike? Two main reasons. First one is uh, for exercise. I mean, to our, I mean for our audience, I have a busted right knee from futsal. I had to do a reconstructive surgery after I tore my ligament. Since then, I've been trying to take extra care and put less stress on it. So aside from swimming, uh, bicycle is the other option, which has less strain compared to jogging as well. So that is one thing. Uh, second one is commute. I live very strategically in the heart of BJ. Village Park is just across the street. You know, I can take the bike to go to the other side where Tamantun Market is located, or go you know cafe hopping as well. So I thought mixing those two together it makes a good reason. Uh. While I exercise, I can still get good food, or grab things so they can come back and cook good food. <laughs> That's the ideal reason um, why I embarked on this journey, lah. So it's to help you do like a short commute kind of thing, lah, and also for exercise, lah. Seems like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different. I guess very different reasons from what a, a bicycle meant to me growing up in Ipoh. We, we used to have bicycle to commute. That's the thing. We never thought about it as an exercise. That could also be because of age. <laughs> But bicycle was the main, our main uh, tool to commute. Everywhere, I even cycled to school. I believe it was about easily fifteen, fifteen kilometers uh, from my house. Wow. Okay. But that could be in. Uh, you're talking about again, uh, Ipoh, not KL. There, there are not huge highways for you to go from one place to another. There's a lot of all the back alleys that you can use, so it's still safe. Yeah, I just imagine cycling to school in PJ. I don't <laughs> think I'll make it today, lah. I don't think I'll be here today if I did that. I feel. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the the thought of commuting, right? It's the people in Malaysia they drive, and cars are like the kings of the road, right? They don't really care about motorcycles or pedestrians in the sense. Whereas in I think in other countries they are more they are more respectful of other other road users, lah. Whereas here, yeah. generally, if you look for you, even when you look if, as a driver, you know, turn turn left or move switch lanes and all that, you generally observe for. Cars and maybe motorbikes, lah. But how frequently would you actually look for a bicycle? Like, would bicycle even be in your radar? Like, you wouldn't even consider if I see a bicycle on the road, I'd be like, oh my god, this guy is crazy, right? This this guy must be the bravest soul <laughs> on the road. Even though it's a short commute, you you're not you're not worried about the risks and dangers, no? the adventures. Ah, yeah. So. I wouldn't cycle out. Uh, that requ- I mean, I wouldn't go to a place that requires me to to actually cycle on the main road. So I'm thinking, here when I go across to uptown, I to say go for Nasi Lemak in Village Park, I would cycle to the end of the road, take the traffic light, 
and like a pedestrian walk across <laughs> and just push my bike. So once I get into that area, then I'll cycle again. Uh, but it's really looking at all the gay, all smaller alleys and and you're talking about uh, smaller roads uh, where there's not a lot of vehicles on board. In the other side, it's the same thing. There's a bridge that I can take to go across. So I'm not going to be cycling among cars uh, most of the time. If there are cars, there are cars that are parked there. So I don't. I'm not that brave. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so it's possible to do it lah <laughs> safely. Seems like <laughs> that's the idea. <laughs> Don't ask me how many times I've cycled out. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you, but maybe I'll leave that for later lah. But how how did you actually decide to like get a bike and what bike do you choose? I mean, all I know is yeah, there are yeah, two yeah. main types lah: the mountain bike and the road bikes, which yep. I think is very expensive. But which one yep. do you get in the end? Right, right. Um, I had to do a bit of research. Uh, like I said, this is the version of twenty years later, so things are different. Back then, I only knew bicycle as bicycle. Everything was considered um, uh, a mountain bike for me because they have these Shimano gears that you can switch. Uh, the most expensive bicycle I paid was probably hundred and fifty ringgit, and that got stolen as well. <laughs> so my track record is that I had two bicycles stolen. One. At a badminton court, where I used to go on weekends to play, the other one is actually in my house itself. I'm not sure how that happened, <laughs> but two bicycles were stolen. Oh my God! Okay. So yeah, talking about doing the research, uh, quite simply, without really going to the details of the type of bikes and all, the first decision that I had to make was whether I want something that is portable. To do that, I actually had to go to the bicycle shop and ask them like, the difference. A lot of times, when they look at you and you're not the type of uh, bikers that are taking it really seriously, right, as a as a sport, they would recommend foldable bicycle. Just the fact that it can fit in your boot, so you can take it anywhere, go to a park on the weekends. So that was the the first option I saw. Didn't really like it because foldable bikes, although they're they are convenient, it's pricey. Well, to me, it was it was pricey. Um, uh, the pri- the range that I saw was around thousand two hundred and above. So then, the second thing I learned in this journey: price point. <laughs> so they're no longer hundred fifty ringgit, okay? No longer hundred fifty ringgit. Uh, I tried my luck searching on carousel and you know, on the second hand market. It's it's a bit difficult. Like, you get a hundred fifty ringgit one likelihood. The bike is from twenty years ago. <laughs> uh, anyways, this. Option that they gave me was a the mountain bike, and it started at seven hundred ringgit and above. These are standard brand names. You can still find options on uh, Shopee, Lazada. Uh, but I wasn't comfortable because uh, trying to buy something uh, first time, asking friends around if they they know the brand or they know anything about it, you find a, a huge gap in knowledge. You get people that are already you know into the sports. Uh, are buying all the next level bicycles, and then you have nothing in between. Uh. <laughs> and everybody you talk to, they tell you like, "Yeah, back then I bought this thing." So one point that I took was uh, there was this British brand called Rayleigh. So that brand uh, stuck in my my head. And while I was going through that journey, that was the brand that I was asking people. Uh. Of course, the other thing that I I need to make sure uh, that's included in the the bike is all these gears and knobs. Uh, By Shimano, so I think that's the only standard thing that that 
probably is still consistent from back then. Shimano, is it? One, yeah. Okay. So first thing, do I want something portable or not? I decided to go for something not portable because of the comfort uh, that I'll get from that bike. Uh, number two was the price point. This is the first time that I actually saw a a bicycle that was worth a uh, higher purchase loan. Huh? Let's let's put it that way. I mean, I've heard friends talk about it. I've not seen one. <laughs> and when I went to the the shop, I was asking them, "Hey, what's your what's the range that you have? What's the most expensive bicycle?" And the guys said, "Oh, I think everything lah. Even mountain bikes can go at a certain price." Um, even the the racer bikes so uh, the one that I saw before was about maybe 120,000 okay not that impressed because you know you hear it you don't see it then after that he took that conversation to the next level right beside him was the bike just the frame itself black really nice one piece he looked at it told me like this bike 55,000 55,000 ringgit For a yeah. bike, a bicycle, a two-wheel yeah. bicycle. Yeah. Is it made of diamonds or is it made of what? Yeah, I I, I didn't even know how what to ask after that. Fifty-five uh, k. You can commute in a Myvi comfortably. That's the thing. Aircon and so, so naturally, the first thing that came across my mind is how do people finance this? Well, first and foremost, are there finance option for this? People take. Five to nine year loan to pay a car at that price. So what do they do? A standard installment or you know your easy payment plan on credit card. I think the longest I've seen is stretched to three years. So it's quite an investment. <laughs> and and using a credit card is not really a viable option, right? Because the interest rates and all that are crazy. So unless you get like a similar. Yeah. Kind of the zero percent, yeah, a yeah. low percentage interest, and and more imp- and more importantly, you have a credit card that allows you to swipe fifty thousand. That's another thing, right? But I'm guessing people who buy that are very very serious about it. Like I know there is a recent, I mean, I th- I think sometime last year there was a someone in social media was uh apparently injured from his bike yeah. and like. I think his bike was like forty-five thousand ringgit or something like that. <laughs> it's quite a prominent figure, lah. So. Oh, I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. So, yeah, so yeah, go ahead. So, so, so yeah. So I, I guess there are all these people who actually can afford it, lah. I'm guessing. I mean, lately also I've I've seen a lot of uh, people on social media, right? They they are talking about how they've been riding on bicycles here and there, or from PJ they cycle all the way to KL in uh, what. Tugu Negara, the car I think posing there and all that, and I see Tony Fernandez as well, uh, cycling all over the place. So I'm guessing Tony Fernandez won't contemplate on buying like a 700 ringgit mountain bike. I think he will go for. I'm guessing he can still afford a 50k or maybe more. I'm guessing a 120k was sold to him lah. <laughs> <laughs> he he probably has one bike for every other day. Uh. <laughs> one one mountain bike, one race bike. Yeah, want to go to the pasar lah. I think the pasar one might be 50 k lah. The one that he just cycles <laughs> to to the nearby pasar. Just in case, I mean, after he hears my story about bikes getting stolen, he probably would <laughs> he would get something cheaper. Yeah, probably get a seven hundred. Yeah, fifty thousand. <laughs> It was interesting, and uh, to be fair, I've not had this conversation the longest time. Like I said, like, yeah, ex- if you if you talk to people, 
you have those people that are spending this money. They are really invested in that sport. I think lah, <laughs> for you to invest or or pay that much of money, you would need to know uh, uh, the reasons behind it, uh, the bill itself, etc. Lah, I, I don't even know what to comment when I looked at it, and that's that lah. It ended ended there because I didn't think think too much about it. So so I guess like this is considered like a possible end game for you lah. If if this is a, a path that you are considering. The 55k bike could be like an end game, or would you even is that even does that even form part of your end game? That's the thing. This Cycling. is yeah, no. This is an interesting question. It now just got me thinking. You see, if you take watches, I mean, like we had in in our earlier episodes, I never had, never thought about an end game that that, that went that far. Right? For me, I I dabbled and did some research. Ultimately, I didn't spend. I still had something functional, but then I went, I went, I steered a bit to something that I think is innovation within the the watch industry. So I have an Apple Watch. Okay. I don't think that I will ever need to buy another mechanical watch, lah. I might have one, but the Apple Watch will always be a regular fixture in my collection. Yeah. So if I take that same logic, right, and put it into into this bicycle, yeah, probably have a motor the bicycle set. <laughs> <laughs> has a motor on it like that I can just control I don't know <laughs> it has to have some innovation lah, but not 50,000 on a a f- bicycle frame wait so when you say 50 55k or 50k this is it's a bike lah, right it has all the gadgets and everything and the tires and all that right you're not talking about the way you're saying frame it sounds like it's just a frame like there's nothing else to the bike like no brakes or nothing Are you saying 55k just for a frame? Oh no no no! Yeah, l- l- let me face it. This this guy at least for his version, 55,000 came with I think two two tires lah. <laughs> okay. I don't know what else came because what I saw there was just a frame. There were no tires or anything uh, fixed to okay, it. Right. The salesperson did say lah that you know 55,000 was the the full package that he paid. Right. Okay. Okay. So okay lah, let's 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 go back to your to your own bike, right? So you decided to get a bike that is not is not fifty five k, but it's uh, a yeah, bit yeah. a bit lower than that, about seven hundred ringgit lah. So this bike is right, a right. typical mountain bike or a road bike again? Yeah, it's a mountain bike. Okay, so it's a mountain bike, no. and you can put it in your car, or you you can't fold it, but you can sort of do something to. Yes, you still can. Uh, the effort. I mean. You need to put a bit more effort. The, the version that I have, I can remove the front tire. Okay. So when I remove the front tire, it's easier for me to to fit in. But I have to push my seats down, <laughs> so that you can go in. So if I'm driving, then I I can't have passengers at the back seat. Now, that's the thing. Okay. So you see the difference with a foldable bicycle. You can just fold and use the boot. With this, because of the length itself, no matter how I remove the tire, it still takes up a lot of space. Right. So when I go from the back, I need to push the seats down so they can go through. And and the idea of putting it in your car is so that you can go somewhere, like you want to go to a park and sort of use your bicycle and ride around the park and then pack it back yeah. and go home, kind of thing, lah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But generally, your plan is not really to. Is is your plan to use it to go and cycle in a park somewhere, or it's really to commute? I mean, I'm expecting. Some friends, families, also uh, that have foldable bikes, that invested in foldable bikes through this journey of mine. 
they spend double but you know the whole idea is that it's convenient uh, for them to move it around is to follow them as well uh. so that it's not that uh, the only option for you when you want something uh, mobile uh, is to get a affordable bike so you see those that are spending a lot of money the only difference or the only thing that you need to do is to accessorize your car then you see a lot of them having that attachment on top of their cars where they can mount the bicycle ride. on the car la. yeah so that that is that option as well just that again like this is another investment uh, into the world of cycling mm-hmm. okay so ultimately went back to my roots got a mountain bike bought this uh, British brand that I was uh, saying really got it from a place in KL so it wasn't just something I, I picked up from the catalog and bought that journey itself took weeks I started off uh, going through the Catalan's webpage. They have a range of, of uh, options there. And after going through that options, I went to the, the Decathlon store uh, here in Sri Damansara and tested out some bicycles, going through and seeing all that. And I'm like, okay, let me see whether I can find other options as well. So when I went through Facebook, I saw a few really big outlets in, in KL that sells uh, the brands that we are more familiar with uh, including this really so yeah did, did my trip there first shop I went was just two pack nobody had time <laughs> to lie on me uh, didn't allow me to cycle as well but the second place I went they allowed me to take the bicycle outside actually try it out before I purchase and okay. the quick comparison on the prices and it was, this was it was decent enough so I, I spent 720 ringgit on this What happened? Oh. Why did you suddenly go quiet? Done already, the part. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were ask me, so how often have you... <laughs> I was waiting for... Like, oh, because of the bike, they just... Went so past your place. just passed by. Yeah, so I thought you heard that sound. Oh, no, so no, no, I couldn't hear. Stop. I was like, oh. Okay. So that's uh, quite interesting, uh, your journey to get to a bike. So you've been having it for quite some time right now. Have you been... Uh, riding a lot i mean i know now you can't because it's not allowed to ride bicycles for exercise purpose but you can apparently ride your bicycle to go and buy stuff and for commute purpose it's allowed but not for exercise but before that have you been uh, cycling diligently i think i can do more (laughs) but i've done done a decent amount of uh, travel uh, some of the the meetup I have uh, planned it around areas close to mine so that I could cycle there so they've done a few trips to Tamantun the the next consideration for me is the how do I secure the bike so I have a U-lock that I use and secure it to whatever pole I can find and I have I have I have uh, visibility to the bicycle that's what I had to learn um, and on the, there's other times where I just cycle to the end of the road Locked it again to another palang I can find and take the uh, and walk across the bridge to get some stuff. So a bit hard for me to see the bicycle. So it was a rush job. I did quite a bit of uh, mileage on that. I mean around this area. And usually if I do go for for my own exercise, it takes me about twenty minutes around the uh, just in my housing area. So how frequently would you be using, or how how frequently have you been using your bike, like weekly? Once a week, twice a week. You see, the roughly f- the first seven days, I, uh, it was 
probably every day and then it diminished la, from there <laughs> like three times as, a as week a twice so. a week and then I mean I blame the lockdown now I can't because I don't even know whether they will stop me and say that you are you are you are, you are exercising or I don't know the, yeah. The SOP, yeah yeah fair enough la. no now definitely it's quite dangerous like you might get caught for no reason yeah and you can probably buy a nice bike for the fine that they might charge you right so yeah what Uh, interesting observation. Uh, cycling now seems to be the new golf. So I've seen. Okay, first and foremost, if you look at the the kind of price point, eh, the investment you need to put in to go into this into this sport, it's not cheap. Uh, and from the you know the group of friends that I, that are into bicycles, it is becoming a weekly, a weekend getaway for them. It's not a common. Sports like football, where you just need to have proper shoes, a uh, ball, and then you know it's done. This thing is an investment. If I take my 700 ringgit bicycle to try and join them on their weekend getaway, I think I will retire within within half an hour most. I don't think that my bike is built <laughs> to allow me to uh, to participate in in such adventures. Are you seeing like the comfort level or the speed itself of the bike wouldn't allow you to keep up with them, or you're saying just the fact that it's too cheap to join the circle of <laughs> that level bikes? <laughs> I, I, both, I believe it's both. Imagine if if the you are serious enough, there would there would be options for you to get in, not at the fifty five thousand mark. Yeah, there's definitely something that's more affordable. I've asked a friend. He told me that if I wanted to start something, if I can get a good one, eight thousand ringgit is a decent budget to start. If you can get something secondhand, then it's slightly lower than that. But the whole idea for you, if you are going into this sport, they cycle for hours, right? They're going uphill, downhill. It's it's not a simple track where you know my tamain I can actually decide whether I want to go uphill or just stay within the flat grounds. So for them to do that. When they buy the bicycle, the the size have to be customized almost right, or has to be the right fit. So you have the right posture, everything is just nice for you. So they don't put too much strain, unnecessary strain, while you're already you know exerting yourself. That is just the the few tips that he gave me. Ah, because I was telling him that hey, I found a secondhand bike. Does it make sense for me to get this or not? And in my mind, it's like this is the price, and this is the size of the tires. And I thought it was just standard. And he told me that you need to go and try it. You have to see whether you can fit. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I do I do a bit of indoor cycling lah. So, I mean, I understand like in terms of posture and like your back, how how much strain you want to give to your back and how uh, your your length of your leg and how that will affect your pedal strokes and all those things, right? So that that's definitely important lah. And the good thing about indoor cycling is. It's customizable. The height of the saddle, the height of the, the the the, the steering and all that. So mm. um, those are, I think those are quite important. So what you're saying is, the cost comes because of mostly because of the customization side of things, rather than just getting a plain vanilla bike that 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 fits everyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, cycling is the new golf. <laughs> interesting that's why you saw that that social figure and you know uh, that that our Asia guru 
<laughs> I guess I guess that's what it means, lah. I mean, rather than I mean, I, when you think about it, um, golf membership should be around that kind of price range, also, right? So, kind of adds up, lah, in that sense. <laughs> and and it is healthier. Okay, lah. Maybe I might get into a lot of trouble saying this, but cycling is probably a bit more healthier than golf in the sense that you're actually moving. <laughs> You're actually exerting and moving around and stuff like that compared to one stroke and go for a walk. <laughs> If you're in a buggy, yeah. then that's another thing, right? Yeah. But <laughs> or they could combine it like if the if the golf clubs allow, Bicycles then you can <laughs> cycle from one from one place to another and destroy the whole golf <laughs> golf landscape. What do you call that place then? You call it a golf bicycle course. <laughs> Build for social bike networking. Golf, <laughs> golf bike. <laughs> People just say you're goofing around. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. No, I'm. I'm also thinking of getting a a bicycle, lah, just so that I can cycle around rather than just like what you say, lah. The jogging is not that great for your knees, and. I think cycling is the next best thing. Yep. And you get to travel around as well, right? My only my only concern is always the the fact that there are a lot of accidents that happen, and motorbikes get into a lot of accidents. Yep. What more if you are using a bicycle, right? Just that that's the part that really concerns me, lah. Yep. And if I get a bike, I don't just want to cycle around my taman. I don't think that's very exciting. Mm. So. That's my that's my main concern, lah. Okay. I need to evaluate that a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing that, oh, the other thing that I that you just re- reminded me. Uh, when I say commute and exercise, uh, and sometimes get good food, <laughs> the idea of having a bicycle is because I have this, I have this need lah for bubble tea. <laughs> I've reduced that, <laughs> that need, but I was telling myself that if I if I need, you know, don't grab. Don't don't order through Grab. You actually go and cycle there and grab it yourself. So you actually exercising, getting what you need, and then coming back. So you burn enough to gain more <laughs> or to equal back. I'm I'm fairly certain that your cycle, your journey to cycle there and back is definitely less than the one cup of bubble tea, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. That's the that's the reason why I didn't cycle to get it. I still use Grab. <laughs> So, okay lah. I should have been a bit more encouraging and say like at least you offset a bit yeah. of the calories you gain by cycling there. Yeah, the twenty percent reduction is better than zero. True. Thank you for joining us this week. Please subscribe if you haven't. Why would anyone subscribe to us? No idea. <laughs> <laughs>